0: Black Disability Experience Podcast, the Black Disability Experience Podcast, the Black Disability Experience Podcast, 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 Podcast. the Black Disability Experience Podcast. Alright,
1: so welcome back to season one, episode three of the Black Disability Experience Podcast. We have a powerhouse. Uh, guest in the building today literally this dude is a u.s para powerlifting uh, record holder husband father entrepreneur and uh, someone who has earned my utmost respect over the years please join me in welcoming our guest for today my friend mr antonio mega martin
2: Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm good, bro. How you feeling, man? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, bro.
1: No problem, man. Good seeing you, man. How you How you feeling?
2: I'm good, man. Blessed, man. Uh, you know, you know how it is. Looking, just, looking,
1: looking good, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, you too, man. I appreciate it, King. Appreciate yeah. it. So we're just gonna jump right into it, man. So um, gonna start off talking about the para powerlifting okay. uh, um, accomplishments, accomplishments thus far. So how did you first get started in that sport?
2: Um. Actually, it was a, um, I went up north to a cabin. Um, one of the guys owned the cabin up north. And um, mm-hmm. just went up there, man, and um, met a Paralympian that did hand cycling. Mm-hmm. And he introduced me to the, the sport of, uh, you know, of powerlifting. Um We did the Thunder in the Valley games, you know. Okay. Um, and from there, um, I ended up lifting. So I was supposed to go actually do shot put, man, and went up there seeing okay. uh, powerlifting on the paper and just signed up for it. End up... Um, Benching four hundred and thirty pounds—that was all the weight they had up there.
1: <laughs> Sheesh. Yeah. So he took all the weights. Yeah. All right. All right. Um. So thus far, what type of um awards and records do you hold in that particular sport?
2: Um. So as of now, I'm the American record holder uh, with the lift of five hundred and one pounds or five hundred and two pounds. Uh, okay. Um, got that in twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um. But, man, other than that, just, you know, been been on a lot of magazines, been on, the, you know, all the news stations, radio stations, you know, all that stuff, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: Dope, dope, dope. So, of course, with that comes a lot of traveling. So, let's talk about some of the countries you've toured thus far, um, you know, since you've been power
2: Okay. Um. So first ever, I've been in nine countries. I think. Okay. Um, so far, the first one I ever went to was uh, Bogota, Colombia. Okay. Um. Beautiful country, man. Mm-hmm. Loved it there. That was one of one of the faves for one sure. One of the best. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That Tokyo, Paris, and um Kazakhstan, man. Kazakhstan. Those are some beautiful places. Yeah. Okay. For sure. So you will definitely go back. Man. Yeah. For sure. Those, those places. Those four right there was you know tops right there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Dope.
1: So I've noticed that um, your wife, Melanie, um, she actually travels a lot with you when you go out to compete.
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay.
1: Dope, dope. Um, she's also in the building today. Hi, Mrs. Martin. Um. So so what does that mean to you, man, having someone to be so supportive to your dreams and aspirations? Because oh, man. Um, she, she literally be in the gym with you. Yeah, some yeah, time.
2: man. Uh, you know, she spot me. She, she, she load the plates, man. Uh Man, my wife is everything to me, man. Um, you know, we got married the same year I got injured. Um, after okay. I got out of rehab, we got married, so we celebrating our 10-year anniversary this year. All way, right, all right, all right. Congrats, um, congrats. yeah, man, my wife is definitely my rock. Um, you know, I mean, can't even put it into I words, I get it, bro. Man. What's
1: uh, you mean, you I, 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 I Listen, when I hear you talk, I already know. Yeah. Shout out to my beautiful wife back at home, taking care of those children. For sure. Appreciate <laughs> you, dear. Where did you and um your wife meet at, bro?
2: Um, actually we met through our cousins. Her cousin and my cousin um was in a relationship and they introduced us to each other. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: Dope, dope. So you two are also certified relationship coaches too. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. How did that come about?
2: Um, during the pandemic, man, um just, you know, looking to expand and, and elevate to the next level. Mm. Um, you know, I always have been helping people, you know, with relationships and stuff. Um, but you know, Wanted to just do something to, you know, really help people. So we started the coaching and then we also became ordained ministers um, as well that, that same year. So dope. during the pandemic, man, you know, a lot of people were stressing out and, and you know, tripping it and stuff. It was a time. Yeah, man. man. We was in the house just, you know, enjoying each other's company. Yeah. And, you know, we got got some certifications done. Yeah.
1: That's dope. That's wonderful, man. Yeah. So your coach. So let me ask you a question. So from a man's perspective, what would you say are some of the keys to maintaining a successful marriage?
2: Um, first and foremost, man, I think a lot of people go wrong um, with with pride. You mm. know, a lot of us have pride that we, you know, want to just – we got to be right. Yeah. You know, it's not all about that. Um, I think that's, a, like, maybe number one thing, mm-hmm. man, with people – mess up at it, just having too much pride. You know, it's no pride. You know, you gotta put your pride to the side. And um, you know, that in finance is really, mm-hmm. for me is where I see a lot of people go wrong at. Yeah. Um, like with us, we got the same bank account, you know? Mm-hmm. There's nothing separate. It's not mine or hers, yeah. it's ours. You know, yeah. we're a team, you know? There you go, Team Team must. know, yep. Team Martin, man. There you go, Team <laughs> Martin,
1: excuse me. <laughs> there we go. Um. So, what what advice would you have for someone who may be experiencing some hardships in their marriage or current relationship
2: um giving up is easy man you know um when you said them when you take them vows and stuff in front of god and you make that covenant um you got to mean what you say and say what you mean mm-hmm. man um you know just you got to it's going it's to be tough you know mm-hmm. um you know nothing's worth having is you know it's going to be easy so you know it's going to be tough and um you know just like I said, man, most most important part is the pride, man. I'm telling you, that pride getting away. I hear a lot of people that's, say that's they just got to be right. You yeah, know, yeah. even if, you know, like being right, what is that going to yeah. get you at the end of the day but a boost of your pride or your ego, you and, know?
1: And even if you're not trying to necessarily say, I want to be right, the fact, the, the continuation of the back and forth. Yeah. Somebody not giving up. Yeah, yeah. So.
2: So um, I learned that, you know, early, man, um, just to, you know. Everything is not, you know, worth an a worth argument or response or, you know, a fight or nothing like that. Yeah. There you go. There
1: you go. Um, you want to elaborate on the um, event that you guys uh, just recently
2: invited us out to on, um, um,
1: what's that, June 3rd. 3rd?
2: Yeah, June 3rd, man. We um a 10-year wedding anniversary. And uh, like I said, we want to just do something different, man. We want to start helping um, people with relationships, not just marriages, but relationships. Um, so at the event, you know, we're going to have different people speak. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna have people that's uh recently married, um, recently um engaged. We're gonna have people that's divorced and remarried. We're gonna have people just divorced. So we're gonna have a wide variety of people, you know, just coming up to speak and, you know, basically tell their testimonies and it's yeah. gonna be an informational, um, you know, kind of thing too. But we definitely gonna still party. We're gonna have the DJ. Yeah. Uh, we still gonna turn up, you it's know still
1: gonna turn up. I'll definitely <laughs> be in the building, me and so, the missus. For sure, man. For sure, for sure. I'm gonna come check y'all out, man. So, um, yeah, did a little bit of research on uh, on the missus. Got you a nurse on your hands, an entrepreneur, oh, yeah. um, best-selling uh, book writer. Got yeah. one of her books right here. What's My up? Love. I'm sorry. Excuse me. My Life, My Love, My Words by Mrs. Melanie Martin. So, that's dope. Going to definitely check that one out. Um, but the family hustle don't stop there, man. Yeah, man. Gotta, uh, I see... Got the kids in on it.
2: Yeah, man. Um, you know, I spend a lot of time with the kids, man. You know, by my wife being a nurse and she works. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but my thing is we go, we travel maybe two or three times a year to different countries and stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm basically staying at home with the kids. I do all the cooking and stuff. So, okay. you know, me and the kids, you know, um, that's what I wrote that book about. I mean, they actually wanted to write the book. And my wife, you know, so of course, she just helped them with it. But, yeah, yeah. you know, the, that's what they wanted to talk about and, you know, how they feel about, you know me and everything. So yeah. yeah, man, we gonna come out with a, a series actually. We're gonna uh, try to just so diversity, man. So different people, maybe we do one with an amputee or mm-hmm. um, small stature, you yeah. know, yeah, you know, just, just different stuff like that, man. I think so, that'd be dope. Yeah. I think
1: that'd be dope. And just for the record, the book by the children it's called My Dad is Unique. Um, and again, we got um, Mrs. Martin book too. My life, my voice, my words. Where can they uh, pick these books up at? Uh, they can
2: pick them both up at Amazon, man. They both on Amazon. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then uh, we're working on mine, uh, my book. So. Okay. And we gonna do all that with the documentary and everything. So you know, that's something to look forward to. All right, can't yeah. wait
1: to see it, man. Can't wait to see it. Now. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe the Bros to Pros—that's your own personal endeavor. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, you want to elaborate on that and explain what that is and how it got started? So
2: it's funny you should say that, man. Um, actually, I had took time off since I started the Paralympic thing. Um, but I'm getting it started back this year. Okay. Um, so Bros to Pros is basically a program I started for. Um, you know, I was a football player my whole yeah. you know, high school and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be funny, man. Actually, I had to do everything like. Um, I was playing basketball at first, and then the coaches one day called me down to the office, and all the coaches was in the office, and they like, look, you got to do everything. (laughs) You know, you ain't going to just play basketball, man. You too big. So, high school, I was Mm -hmm. 6'6", 3'15". You know, I've been big my whole life, man. they was on you. Yeah, they was on me, so... but yeah, bro. Suppose, man. I, that came from me not having the grades. My first two years, man. Um, to be honest with you, I didn't even go to school, high school, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. So I messed up. Once I started playing basketball, and they made me play football. I, you know, seeing that I was really good at yeah. football, mm. And I had so many letters and stuff. I remember going down to the office at Northern High School every day to pick up letters from different Big Ten colleges, wow. man, trying to, you know, recruit me. But yeah. I didn't have the, uh, the, grades. the grades. So, bro, suppose is what I started right after I got um, injured. Um, it's to help kids that don't it's a second chance program basically so mm-hmm. we mentor them also we help them get to like arena football teams and um this year we're going to work with trying to work with the cfl the canadian football league to help okay. help kids get there man so yeah if you don't have the grades to go to college um you know college ain't for everybody you know you know some people Bingo. just need the other other route and that's what bro supposed come in we help them we mentor them we train them and we get them ready and you know we send them off to different tryouts all right you know?
1: man Wonderful work, man. Keep it up, man. Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah, man, no problem. Um, So, okay, were you, at one point, you were playing semi-pro ball too, right?
2: So I played semi, well, you know, high school ball. Then I played semi-pro. And then I went to, um, no, actually, I played at uh, like Grand Rapids Community College for a year. And then I went to... um. Semi pro, and then I went to arena ball. Arena ball. Yep, so okay. I played arena ball as well. And that's where I got the connections from, you know, to help these kids, you know? Yeah. Okay. I still know some of the owners and stuff and some of the teams. So.
1: Dope. 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 You was also a bouncer uh, at one point, too, right?
2: Yeah. So basically, during the off seasons, um, doing arena ball, I would, you know, do security. Yep. Okay.
1: Yeah. All right. So, if I'm not misunderstood, that's actually. The environment that you were in when your um, incident happened to you, right? Yep, yep, yep. Okay. You was a gunshot victim, right? Yeah. For, uh, okay. How long ago was that?
2: Uh, 10 years now. This year in February was 10 years. 19 10 years. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh. All right. So, of course, we want to elaborate on that a little bit more, man. So, kind of walk us through the day of events, you know, leading up to that situation happening to you.
2: Okay. Um. So... I was working at the club. Um, it was just a you know uh, a club where people dance and stuff. At um, I think I did it for maybe I don't know. I think it was like two months, going on two months or whatever. And I was working there. Uh, one night went in. Um, and, you know everything was usual, same as usual. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, but I noticed so the promoter that was promoting the place. Um, he wanted me to let his um, artists in, so he was doing a, like a concert, you okay. Know, and he had artists come in and stuff, and he was like, "You ain't got to check my artists and stuff like." But you know, I wasn't letting them in, yeah, man. Yeah, you yeah. know, You said you want to have it. No, man. no, man. So. Once the door, you know, kind of calmed down, I pulled the promoter to the side, man, and I'm like, "Look, man, mm-hmm. I can't let nobody in here. I got two kids at home. My kids, one and two, at the time, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't let nobody in here with that thing because I got to handle that. Right, you know? Right, they right, pull it right. out, you right. know. what I'm saying I got to handle that. Right. He like, man, I, I get you, big fella, I get you. So we went back in the build. I actually took him outside and, you know, was talking to him like, "Look, man," because mm-hmm. he kept telling me like every time I artist came, you ain't got to check him. I'm like, "Yes, I do." Right, you know, what I'm right. saying so to to stop the confusion, I just pulled him to the side and like, you know, hollered at him. Mm-hmm. And, man, so t- 2 o'clock rolls around last call come. Um, a brawl breaks out. Um, I mean, literally everybody fighting. I think about 15 people came in that wasn't with his party. Mm-hmm. And I guess they had beef or whatever. I don't know what the situation was, mm-hmm. man. Because when I was working, it was upstairs and downstairs club. Mm-hmm. So it was multiple, uh, you know, levels. But, um, yeah, man, a brawl breaks out. Um, And when I say brawl, I mean brawl. I mean bottles getting bust over heads, uh, everything. So... Mm-hmm. Me and the um, other security guard that was working there, which was my best friend, um, we just tried to focus on getting the 10 or 15 people out that wasn't with the party. Mm-hmm. So we, we basically pushed them out, you know, and then we tried to close the door. They, they kept pulling on the door to try to get back in, mm-hmm. so we couldn't close it and lock it. Mm-hmm. So my left side, I see um, a gun go up in the air and shoot like three or four shots, and then they let the door go, and we hurry up and closed it, and I locked it. Mm-hmm. Um, so immediately, me and him both, like, look, let's go to the back. So it was like a little kitchen area or whatever. We was just gonna go to the back, you know, once we seen that gun, like, man, we ain't about to deal yeah, with that, right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So um, I made it to the front of the bar and one of his artists that was mad because I checked him, little short guy, you know, mm-hmm. he was yeah. little person complex, yeah, you know, yeah, he yeah. punched me. Okay. And once he hit me, I hit him back. And then actually, you no, know, man. I just I, I felt like a cheer or something just hit me. Like I just felt the hotness. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it locked me up. And I just hit the ground. Once I hit the ground, uh, about ten ten guys, man, they came and was stomping me. Uh, they broke a table. They broke chairs on me. Um, and at this point, man, all I can do was curl up. You know, once yeah. I hit the ground, yeah. Because I, I still didn't know I was shot at the yeah, time. You yeah, know, yeah. drilling and rushing. I just knocked him out. Mm-hmm. And like I said, they hit me uh, with tables and chairs and everything. So at this point, I'm just covering my head and neck area. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, man, so um, after, you know, all the the dust had settled, everybody, they got everybody out and stuff. And, uh, you know, I kept trying to get up and couldn't get up. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what? You know, it it still didn't register to me what happened. You know, I'm just like, damn, I can't get up. Um, And then, yeah, man, so... Once that once I noticed that one of the people came from the back of the bar they was you know they put they was putting ice on me and stuff and they were like man you got you, you shot you shot in the back i mm-hmm. I'm like dang, I still didn't right, register right. wrong you know what I'm saying yeah. I'm like dude what's going on right but, uh, yeah, man, it was a big old snowstorm. We laid there for about 45 minutes, man. My, they, He ended up killing the, uh, my best friend I told you about. Um, uh, he was younger than me, that, man. Yeah. yeah, he was younger than me, but he was bigger than me, you mm, know? Okay. If you can imagine that. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Right. I was always a big guy, but he was younger than me, he was, uh, bigger than me, and they, they killed him. And I think they shot him six times. Um, wow. They shot me once, and then he, he ended up, I think, shooting his nephew or something like that, too. Um, he was He was really drunk, man. Wow. Yeah, and like I said, it was brawling in that thing, man. It was crazy.
1: Man, I can only imagine that one, man. So you said you was laying there for a minute. About
2: 45 so, minutes, it was a snowstorm that night. I'll never forget it.
1: So as you laying there and
2: all of this is happening, you're trying to
1: process this, what is going through your mind at that time?
2: I don't, I mean, I'm telling you, Rome. It was just like, I, I don't know. Like, my gentleman up, um, I I still didn't understand that I was paralyzed. Mm. Like I still didn't understand I was shot. I'm like, all right, what's going on? You know. Mm-hmm. And then once I got to the you know the hospital and stuff, and they told me like, yeah, you know, you paralyzed. Um, you know, uh, my so even now like my spine isn't broken. I'm incomplete. I have swelling around my spine that, that's causing the paralysis.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. So you didn't feel like that because when I got shot, I felt that tingliness immediately. Like it was like. Almost like a thousand safety pins, just yeah, poking yeah. me at one time. You didn't yeah, feel yeah, that? I
2: did. Like I said, it just shocked me. though. Yeah. I was stung. Like I ain't know what was going on, man. Oh, I did feel that like too, though.
1: Man, crazy time, man. Yeah. Um. So what what facility did you uh, rehab at, and how long
2: were you in rehab? Um, I was at Rim. Um, the Rehabilitation Biller The Rehabilitation Institute of Okay, yeah, me too. Yeah, so Rim. Um, I was there for three months, I think. Okay. And like I said back then, that was you know my wife now was was my fiance. Uh, she -hmm. was down there every single day. Um, the Mm -hmm. whole three three months, you know, Mm -hmm. her and my kids came and visit me every day. So. Okay. You know, I really had that support system, man, uh, with my wife and kids. And, um, I know a lot of people say they, you know, they fall into depression and stuff like that, man. I think um, by me having little kids, and you know, mm-hmm. we had a dog and stuff. You know, when I yeah. went back home, you know, it was time to jump back in. Like I didn't have time to just sit around and feel, yeah. you know, what I'm saying I depressed or sad for myself. You know, dope. Yeah.
1: So, so at this point, so life becomes a little different now. You had this situation happen. So, what would you say was your biggest adjustment from being? able body to you know having to use a, a wheelchair
2: um for me it was man my, my 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 sports and stuff so i had just signed a two-year deal with poor Huron uh was patriots at the time and mm-hmm. um i had just signed a two-year contract with a man and it, it went from you know doing that to being in the chair now you know mm-hmm. um to be honest with you that was the biggest adjustment man. like i said man my wife was there the whole time. Um, that would, that would be like I said would have to be the biggest adjustment, man. Um, it's just you know not being able to compete anymore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um.
1: Would you say that that shooting, that incident, was a pivotal moment with you establishing your relationship with
2: God? Um, most definitely, um, I had a relationship with God before, to be honest, I, I feel like that's the reason I didn't die that night, um, because mm. they were trying to kill me wrong, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, they was on me, um, and I feel like, you know, my relationship that I had with God before, um, but definitely, definitely made me, you know, uh, get into, you know, religion make more. Makes uh, you dig a little deeper. Definitely.
1: Yeah, for me, when my incident happened, I wasn't, I wasn't tapped in. I wasn't locked in with God. Um, I was still extremely young and just extremely young minded. I don't think I really got locked in until well, I'm thirty-seven now. Maybe like ten years ago, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah, like yeah. I think I went to church one day, um, and shot the Pastor Kenlock. He was gone and it just was he was just it was hitting me like yeah. yeah, I got to start. I got to I gotta get better with this. So it went from going once every other Sunday to now I'm going to uh, Bible studies. Um, I got my own Bible now. Yeah. So I'm reading and trying to just keep my mind right. So, yeah, but it's a blessing when you finally get locked in. Definitely. And um, I got this reminder on my phone just in case I'm human and forget. It's say, thank God for another day every day. It's yeah, been like that right. for the past four years. Just yeah. trying to, you know, show him that I'm thankful and that um, that he can trust me to sure. give him praise and acknowledgements first before anything. For sure. So for that's sure. been that's been my thing, man.
2: And to be honest with you, man, speaking on that, um, and that's kind of why, like I told you, you know, I stepped back from um, powerlifting, the pair of powerlifting. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, I felt like I was idolizing you know, powerlifting. Mm. Um, I was putting that before everything, man. Mm. Um, you know, birthdays, even, you know, anniversaries, like I would train on those days too, you know? And mm-hmm. I felt like I was just, um, you, know, I, you know, I started idolizing it. So that's why I honestly uh, took a step back this year, um, just to, you know, kind of get get grounded again, yeah. you know, and um, make sure I always continue to give, you know, God that glory and honor, man, and that praise. Yo.
1: There you go, man. On blessings, they just keep, they just keep rolling. And you don't, you don't do it for that. Like I said, you just really do it just so that you know that he
2: knows he can trust you. For sure, for sure, man. And I'm telling you, things that, I mean, you know, I really don't talk about a lot of stuff, uh, you know, publicly. I like to be like a tree, you know. I like Mm. to grow in silence, you feel me? Yeah. And, um... Yeah, man. I mean, it's some big things, man, that I got going on, man. I mean, since I retired, it's like, man. I'm telling you, wrong. Yeah, we we have, we got to have a conversation. You know, you about know, it. we even chopped it up a few yeah. times. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah but yeah. man, we got. I got some big, big things coming to Michigan, man. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be huge, man. I'm excited to officially announce it. All right, probably in the next couple of months. You know, All right. but it's gonna be amazing, man. I'm
1: sure it's gonna be it's gonna be top notch. Yeah, can't wait sure. to hear it, man. Definitely want to be a part of it, man. Oh yeah. So um. Give me two things people don't know about you.
2: Hmm. I think, um, to be honest with you, man, I, a lot of people just look at me and think I got it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, when, you know, I still go through stuff, too, you know. Sure. I think people don't really understand it because every time you see me, I got a smile on my face. And, um, you know, I'm treating everybody, you know, as I would want people to treat me. Um, I don't care what's going on. I could have, a, you know, had a bad day or whatever, but I would never reflect that on you, you yeah, know, or yeah, yeah. not talk to you because of that. And mm-hmm. um I think a lot of people do that, man. And I I really don't understand it. Like, you know, if you having a bad day, why put that on somebody else, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, like I said, I'm I'm human, man. I, I, I have bad days too. Um um that'll be one thing and um, I don't know man. I, I just I don't know. I, I, I love giving and helping. I mean I'm pretty sure you know people that have been around me can tell you yeah. and testify to that. Um but yeah, man. I don't know. I think that's one thing, though, for sure, okay. is that people, you know, have bad days too.
1: All right. Man. So, and we rounding out. Um, so f- for somebody that is looking to get into para powerlifting, um, relationship counseling, or um, a sporting agency, what type of uh, with a disability? What type of advice would you give for them?
2: Uh, man, you have for them. Um, I don't know, man. Don't let your disability define you. Um, just because we're in this chair, man, and that's one thing I learned early. Um, you know, by by just getting out and getting around people with disabilities, um, mm-hmm. that you know you can do what you want to do. Still, man, it it doesn't matter. Um, like I said, just don't let your disability define you. I guess that would be my my answer to that. Uh, speaking of that, real quick, though, I do want to touch on. Um, start May. We we getting the dates nailed down. So May okay. 14th or 15th, I'm gonna start um doing a disabled group meetup. Okay. Um, you know what I'm saying? I was gonna talk to you about that too. And we're gonna do it once a month. Okay. Um, just to get people together, man. I, I feel like people, us with disabilities, we need to get together and you know, we we all got different resources that we can help each other Absolutely. with, you know. So man, Absolutely. we thinking the first one's gonna be a park event, you know, I'm gonna barbecue, we're gonna have games and stuff, we're gonna have music. Um and like I said, man, yeah, we just want everybody to come out and have fun and enjoy. Man, I talk to so many people because I help so many people, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. And a lot of people just don't want to get out the house. You know. Yeah. They think people looking at them or especially the people with newly injured. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I, I definitely want to start helping with that. So, yeah, man, this month, um, like I say, but well, next month, um, yeah, we're going to do it on the 14th or 15th. Um, you know, you got to just stay tuned and I'll post flyers and stuff about it. But, yeah, we're going to do it once a month every for the rest of the, the year, man, every year.
1: All right, man. Can't wait to see it, brother. Um, so so this brings me to the segment of the show. It's called Around While I Was Down. Right. So this is basically your opportunity. You touched on it earlier, um, speaking on um your wife and her presence during that time. But is there anyone else? Well, basically, this is your opportunity to give anyone who was instrumental in your uh recovery um that you just want to give a shout out to that you may not have had the opportunity to or may just not even know that they had that type of impact on you at that time so anybody you want to give their roses today
2: um, you know definitely shout out to everybody that was working at rim at that time um you know the otpt um and stuff like that but man really my wife man um yeah. um like i said she was there from day one man and I mean, I hear a lot of people say they family. My family, actually, it was different for me, man. My family really, um, I don't know if they just didn't know how to handle it. Like, yeah. you know, a lot of my family just quit talking to me um, mm. because I feel like they don't, they think, you know, I don't know what they people think. Like, just because you're in a chair, like, your, your mind is different, I guess. Mm. But I, I can understand that, too, because some people I have seen go off on people for asking them certain things, but I'm not that person, mm-hmm. man. You know, you can ask me anything, mm-hmm. um, but... Yeah, man, my wife and my kids, man. Um, you know, my kids was always around, they never looked at me differently. Um, you know, they still think, you know, I'm Superman. Yeah, <laughs> you know what there I'm saying? You, go. There you, you know, go. so yeah, man, my wife and kids is, is the main thing. And then I do want to shout out um Brian Sheridan though, because he really helped me, man, to um he, he mentored me and he really helped me to to, you know, understand like, you know, this church is not a limitation, you know, your mind is the limitation. Yeah. Um you know, you can do anything. You know, you want to do. I don't know if you know Brian Sheridan or not.
1: Um, the name sounds familiar. Well, yes. does he play? A sport? Or he something? did
2: hand cycling, but he owned the um the Level Eleven uh, Rehab Centers. Oh, okay. No, yeah. I'm thinking of someone else. there. Okay. but but
1: shout out to him. Yeah, yeah. Definitely big shout out to him. Um. Okay, bro. Well, final. So fa- final question, man. So for someone listening to this show right now. New to their uh, injury and just in need of some type of advice, words of encouragement. What would you have to say to them?
2: Um, I mean, it's it's different. Like I said, we we definitely can do everything anybody else can do. We may have to think a little longer on it or you know process it differently. Um, But just don't give up. You know, Um, like I tell people, and people look at me crazy when I say this. So I do believe one day I will get up out the chair and walk. You know, hands down. Mm -hmm. Um, That's my belief in. Um, I see a lot of people, man, they, they just, you know, lose hope. Um, you know, I, I always believe even at the 10 years still now, you know, mm-hmm. I definitely believe that God is going to get me out this chair and give me up, man. But like I said, man, it's all about your mental,
1: mm-hmm. your mental,
2: man. You got to have a strong mental to, to even deal with something like this, yeah. I mean, you know, cause it is a hit on the mental, but yeah, man, you can do it though. You can do anything you put your mind to, same as, you know, able-bodied or disabled. Mm-hmm. Man. Uh,
1: all right man well let everyone know where they can find you at on social media and anything else you wish to uh share or promote with us today
2: um really man just my instagram at antonio mega martin um and then on facebook antonio martin um and then, um you know i gotta fit my own fitness brand too Ron Natural Scrim. so you okay. can check me out on there if you want to look at you know some of my lifts and stuff like that um yeah man just you know run natural your screen for Instagram and Facebook yeah. all
1: right don't forget to grab these books my dad is unique and then my life my voice my words pick them up pick them up on Amazon right yep on Amazon all right well that's it sir thank It'll you work. for coming by man I appreciate right, man. Most you most definitely
2: thanks for having me bro. all
1: right now see y'all on the next episode peace
0: Disability Experience Podcast, the Black Disability Experience Podcast, 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 the Black Disability Experience Podcast, the Black Disability Experience Podcast, the Black Disability Experience Podcast, 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 Podcast. the Black Disability Podcast. You don't like the title? Please kiss my ass. Overall, I'm trying to do something different. Nipsey Hustle taught me be prolific. Uh, it's gonna be a sight to see. Black man supporting positivity, uplifting the community. Hosted by R O M E black disability experience podcast. The black disability experience podcast. The black disability experience podcast. Podcast, podcast, the black disability experience podcast.